Hello fellow adventurers and welcome back to the Nerd Lab, where we transform our gaming passion into incredible game designs and learn how to nerd like a boss. My name is Marvin and I'm an ambitious game designer on my quest to develop a cooperative fantasy card game. For this podcast, my vision is to take you with me on this exciting journey. Together we will explore the secrets of different game mechanics and reach the next level as a game designer. So, for this week, I want to talk a little bit about yeah, play tests and what kind of um, questions to ask your testers. So, play tests are always helpful in every game design phase, no matter what state you are in. But most of the time, you want to get, yeah, let's say, very specific feedback as a game designer. This form of desired feedback can be... Yeah, different in each design phase, of course. In the beginning, you may want to look for the yeah for the elements of the game that are most fun or frustrating for the players. But towards the end of the um, design phase, it might be just about yeah adjusting values on individual cards. So you would like to um, to ask questions that are very specific towards um, yeah certain elements or components of your game, and that's why it is extremely important to. Yeah, to guide the player's feedback and not just let them talk after a playtest. Otherwise, the feedback can yeah, quickly develop in different directions um, than what you as a game designer would like to. And yeah, that's pretty much the reason why um, I want to spend today's episode to um, yeah, introduce some of the best playtesting questions you can ask um, as a designer to, to your testers. But um, yeah, before we get started, I want to do a little, um, a little advertising. Uh, a few weeks ago, I started um, a survey and asked many game designers what their biggest challenges are at the moment with their designs. And at first place, um, the result was um, it is super difficult um, to find playtesters and to um, do playtests. Especially in times of uh, Corona, where many local groups don't meet, um, yeah, it seems to be more difficult for many game designers to, yeah, to find the playtesters to test their games and get the feedback they really need. And yeah, I would like to help you with this, um, and therefore I would like to um, start two initiatives. And the first one is I would like to um, organize new a new wave of mastermind groups. And the second thing is, I would like to organize uh, monthly playtest events for uh, for the NerdLab community. Let's start with the first one, uh, mastermind groups. So, um, if you are a long-time listener to this podcast, you know that um, I'm a big fan of mastermind groups. And um, we have already had an initiative, I think it was a few months ago, where we... Um, where we started a mastermind group or mastermind groups for um, for the community, and I think it is time to um, yeah, put additional effort into it because many people um, have asked me since um, the first the first uh, wave if it is possible to join mastermind groups. And yes, absolutely, it is. Um, but I want to do it a little bit more organized now, and um, I'm going to start a second wave. So if you don't know what a mastermind group is. Um, it is some kind of combination of uh, brainstorming, education, 
um, accountability and support. So um, a mastermind group is a group of um, yeah, four to eight people um, who meet on a regular basis. This can be weekly or bi-weekly or monthly, um, however the group uh, wants to set it up. And within that group, um, yeah, you discuss your progress as a game designer for your games. So the big advantage is, of course, you, the people in your group will know your goals. They will know um, a bit more about your game than um, strangers and um, they can help you with it. They, um, they will um, help you playtesting. You will play each other's games. Um, you will be brainstorming about um, solutions for certain, for certain challenges. Um, that might be in your way. You will help your each other um, by promoting your game. You will keep your your um, yourself and others accountable um, by committing to a, a regular meeting. So if this sounds interesting for you, um, there will be uh, an info event uh, happening uh, this Sunday, um, September 6th um, at 10 p.m., um, um, middle European Standard Time, uh, Summer Time, um, and this translates to 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Um, so, if you want to join this um, information event um, to learn more about mastermind groups and maybe sign up for one um, and find like-minded uh, game designers that can help you on your way, um, yeah, just join the info event. Um, there will also um, be a link in the show note. It will happen on our um, NerdLab Discord server. So if you um, just follow the link in the show notes, you will be able to join this event. And the second initiative that I'm going to start is um, yeah, the monthly playtest event um, where the NerdLab community um, helps each other and test each other's games. So as a designer, you will be able to, to register. As a, a player, you will also be able to register. Um, and um, there will be a, a Google form for that. Um, and um, yeah, you will be signing up for um, a full day of playtesting. Um, there is no need that you uh, stick around for full 8, 10, 12 hours or whatsoever. Um, but um, if you sign up, it's some kind of um, commitment that you are willing to um, um, explain your game and provide your game as a... Um, as a game that can be played during that day and um, also a commitment that you uh, will spend time to play each other's games. And um, yeah, this event will be happening on September 20th and online registration will be starting soon. Um, I will um, um, provide a link to a Google form where you can sign up um, with your game and um, yeah, let's see if we can um, find enough people to um, create an interesting event and help each other. So if you want to join one of these events, please um, follow the link in the show notes. And if you um, listen to this episode and these dates are already over, no worries. We are running regular events and you can always apply to join a mastermind group. Um, so just join us on Discord or send me a message via email at... Um, marvin at nerdlikeaboss.com um, and I will help you um, and point you into the right direction. Okay, but now let's talk a little bit about some interesting and helpful playtesting questions. So the objective is um, to ask questions um, of your playtesters to gain 
insights into the state of your game that you personally as a game designer uh, cannot see from your viewpoint. And as I have mentioned in the beginning of the episode, it is your duty as a game designer to lead this discussion. Otherwise, the feedback can be uh, a little bit different than what you're expecting. Because um, you always have players that um, are more extrovert than the others, um, who like to talk, um, who will give you a lot of feedback. Um, and others may be um, a little bit... Um, shy and do not do not talk that much so you won't get um, their feedback because others just are a little bit louder from their personality and um, yeah it's your duty as a game designer um, to lead the discussion to ask direct questions to um, to all the players so that you get the feedback that you um, that you are looking for and I think this is especially important um, if you test with other game designers because um, game designers uh, yeah they tend to give you feedback um, in form of solutions. So what you probably most of the time are looking for um, is to identify um, the problems of your game. So where doesn't it does it not work, for example? Where are problems? But game designers, um, yeah, due to their prof profession, they love to, to give you ideas and um, things you could add to the game because they are creative people. And um, that might also be very helpful for you But sometimes it is just um, yeah, not what you're looking for. So by asking the right questions, you will definitely get better feedback. And um, I have uh, experienced that myself. If you do not guide the session, it can, can be problematic sometimes. And it can be a lost, uh, lost time for you and maybe also the, the testers. So what I've done is I have um, done a bit of research and um, identified a lot of um, good playtest questions to ask. And as mentioned, these questions, uh, some of them might be helpful for you in your current uh, game design state and others might not be um, yeah, applicable for you. And yeah, then I have uh, grouped them into different categories which I think are um, interesting categories to um, to identify or to ask or to learn more, more about from your testers. And I have created um, a Google form that you can um, use to um, yeah, send your testers to so that they will, um, will fill out these questions for you and um, yeah, you get a written, written feedback. You can, of course, ask these questions directly to your playtesters and take your own notes as well. Um, but I thought it might be helpful for some of you to um, to have a, a Google form at hand that you can, um, yeah, of course, you can print it out um, and use it for um, in paper play tests, or you can um, just send the link to um, your testers after they played with you on I don't know, let's say tabletop simulator. And um, uh, what I've done is I've put all of the questions um, that I think are good questions into the different categories. Um, and um, created some kind of template out of it. Um, so um, before you use it, you should um, um, go through the template and delete all of the questions that you do not like to ask because there are a lot of questions in there. And um, yep, that's way too many questions to ask um, um, your playtesters. So um, I would propose to um, delete all 
the expect of except of one maybe per category and maybe even delete some categories that are not too interesting for you um, because um, they do not fit for your game or not for your design phase that you are in um, but um, yeah i think it is a very valuable tool if you want to do play tests and um yeah, there will be um, a link in the show note, as usual, um, so that you, when you follow that link, you will be able to, um, and I will send you this, um, this uh, template, um, and you will be able to, um, yeah, to use it for your own playtests. So, um, what I want to do now is I want to um, talk a little bit about the different categories and questions in these categories. So, what um, I start with in the feedback form is I ask the players um, for their name and email address and um, the the date when they play tested. Um, and then I also um, ask them if uh, I do both. I ask them if they play tested in paper or on tabletop simulator. For example, um, if you only test uh, digital, you you can remove that question because you um, it, it does not deliver any kind of additional value for you if they uh, fill, fill out this question. Um, and then I also ask in the beginning if they uh, won the game or not. Because it can, of course, there can be some bias um, if they like your game, um, if they won or not. Okay, so in the first category, I want to um, identify if it was difficult for the players to learn the game and um, if it was difficult for them to play the game. So the category um, is about ease of learning and complexity of the game. So um, I have two um, rating scales in this uh, category. The first one is um, a rating for the ease of learning from um, one to five, um, one being very difficult and five being very easy to learn. And I have the same kind of um, rating for the gameplay complexity, um, one being too complex and five being um, perfect complexity. Um, and um, the question that in this category that I really like uh, the most is, um, is there anything you feel like you still don't understand even after finishing the game? I like that uh, question because it shows you where the complexity um, is located in your game. Um, last week I playtested a game of another designer and I didn't use one of the three possible actions for the entire game because I didn't understand it. And um, by telling that to the designer uh, afterwards, um, it might give him the opportunity to um, rework either the... Um, the the action itself or um to just rework the um the the rules text about it or how he explains it and um that is very very valuable information so that doesn't mean that if players name one of your uh, actions or rules or components um when you ask this question um, that you need to get rid of it completely it might also just mean that you have to rework how you describe it Another interesting question in this area is um, could you play the game again without looking at the rules? And of course sometimes this is completely impossible. For example, if you your game is a, a complex tabletop RPG um, with a lot of uh, 100 pages of rules, um, of course uh, players will always have to look into the rules. But your players should typically be able to understand how 
yeah, how a turn, for example, um, works. Uh, for example, yeah, you have to do uh, this action first, then you have the other action, then you discard your hand or whatsoever, or draw new cards. Um, and when you when when your players understand these kind of rules, um, you are probably in a good in a good place. If your players always need to um, to look at the rules when they take a turn, you might need uh, to think about uh, simplifying your rules um, or designing more clear and memorable. Um, way of uh, yeah, explaining the rules to the players. Other possible questions in this uh, category are um, were there any rules or instructions that you felt uh, were unclear? So it's a pretty precise questions, a question. Um, or another question could be um, how would you describe this game to your friends and family? Um, by asking that you learn how the players experience the game and what kind of aspects of the game were um, most dominant so which would they um, explain to the others and what kind of rules um, yeah would they forget when they explain it to others so um, that you identify that these are maybe not the most prominent rules or aspects of your game another question could be um, what could have been explained better or earlier when i was teaching the game um Or um, what do you wish you knew when you first started playing? That will show you what kind of um, rules um, players um, started to understand later in the game, but would have been useful in the beginning already. So you might um, highlight them in your rules description. Okay, and that's it for the first category. Ease of learning, um, complexity, rules, comprehensiveness of the rules. This is the first category. And um, the second category I'm asking my players about is uh, game length. Um, And I want to learn how they, yeah, how they feel about the the playing time of the game. Um, And I do so by asking them um, first, how long did the game take? Um, I have four different bullet points for that. um, Five to 15 minutes, 15 to 30 minutes. 30 to 45 minutes and 45 minutes to an hour. Of course, um, in the template, you have to um, um, yeah to adjust this uh, these answers to your specific game. So if your game um, always lasts for one and a half hour, you um, need another scale for that, of course. Um, but for my game that I'm currently testing, it can vary um, quite a bit um, if it takes 15 minutes or 45 minutes, and that is the difference. And um, yeah, I want to know how long the game uh, uh, took for the specific um, player who answers this uh, this questionnaire. And um, the second question I ask um, is, how long did the game feel? So um, I have three answers for that. I say um, I allow them to answer with too short, too long, or just right. Um, but you can. What you also can do um, is uh, when you um, participate in the playtest you can track the time yourself um, and just ask the playtesters um, how long they um, think the game took and if they answer something like uh, 30 minutes but the game um, took 60 minutes that's uh, most of the time a good sign because it was uh, probably entertaining and didn't feel uh, boring for the players on the other side, if they say the game lasted for an hour, um, but it only took 30 minutes, you are probably not in a good spot. 
And in addition to that, you could also ask questions like um, what element of the game took uh, longer than necessary. Um, if you want to identify that, um, that elements that, that really um, prolong the game. The next category I ask my players about is probably the most important one. It is about the general gameplay of the game. And um, I would like to learn in this uh, category how um, the players enjoyed the overall gameplay. And um, I ask them about uh, to, to rate the overall gameplay from 1 to 5 again, from boring to fun. And I also ask them about the um, originality of the game. So uh, from common to um, unique. And um, the most important um, questions in this category are for me, um, or maybe the most important one is, uh, was there anything you wanted to do that you couldn't? Uh, something that the rules didn't allow the player uh, the player to, to to perform so by asking that you get a bit of, of insight into the experience the players had because when they uh, when they under they would have liked to um to play certain cards at a certain situation um, you can then think about how to um, adapt that into your game and i really really like that kind of feedback um And I also asked them, what was your favorite moment or aspect of the game? So there you identify where the fun comes from in your game. On the other side, you also want to learn what wasn't uh, a lot of fun. So a question could be, um, what decision did you have to take that wasn't fun? Or were you ever confused, frustrated or bored? Um, or another question could be, were your decisions meaningful or did they feel like they didn't matter? Um, and the last question that I have uh, in this area is what were you asked to memorize, internalize or recall um, and was this too much for, for a game like this? So what is some kind of mental burden um, that the game put on you? The goal of these, all of these questions is to really identify um, where the core fun um, of your game comes from and where the core problems of your game lay. And um, yeah, to make your gameplay loop as much fun as possible. The next category is uh, one that is very important for me because um, yeah, it fits very well for the kind of games that I make. And this, it is about strategy and tactics because I love games where you can plan ahead and make tactics and strategy over several turns uh, in advance. So um, I like to ask um, the players what kind of, um, yeah, strategy they played so first i um, um i asked them about the tactical depth of uh, the game um, it's also a scale again from one to five from dislike to like um, just to just to learn how they um, how they like the tactical depths um, then i asked them um, to describe uh, their strategy so how would you describe your strategy um And you could also ask, what was your strategy? What was your goal? Um, and how were you uh, trying to achieve it? Um, by asking this question, I want to learn um, if the players just pressed uh, buttons without thinking about it or um, if they really were able to um, grasp how the game works and how the different components and uh, things interact so that they are able to build a strategy out of it. 
And I also um, would like if they were able to follow the opponent's uh, strategy. So they ask him, I ask them, how far in advance could you predict the opponent's moves? Or were you able to predict the opponent's moves? Um, and to what extent did you feel like you were in control of the outcome of the game? Because I like games where you are able to... Um, you win because you, um, you you made the right decisions and not just because of a, a lack of dice rolling or so. And um, this is a good question to find out how the players experienced it. Um, so you could also ask them what other strategies did you see or think of? Um, or also a good question is, can you explain why the victorious player won? Um, And I see this especially for the game that I'm currently playtesting, that the players immediately start to talk about why someone won and what kind of decisions they could have uh, taken differently um, so that uh, the outcome of the game might be, might be changed. So this is a very interesting kind of discussion and it happened multiple times for the players of my game and um, that shows me that they are really invested in their strategy and that's something that I really like. Um, And you can also ask uh, to what extent did you react to your opponent's moves, for example, to see if some kind of um, back and forth um, was part of the game and if they really followed what the opponent did or um, if they just focused on their own strategy. The next category is um, about balance and very specific components, though this is uh, something that you might need only in the later stages of your, um, of your design phase. Um, and I want to learn about um, how the players experienced the balance of the game um, and if there were individual components that need to be changed because they frustrated the players or, um, yeah, were really nice. So what, I, what I'm asking them is um, to rate the balance of the game between one and five, uh, from unbalanced to balanced. And, um, of course, my goal is to, um, while playtesting um, and making... Uh, incremental changes over the time um, to get um, this scale um, closer to five. And um, this is also the um, advantage that you have when you um, record um, the, uh, the playtest feedback because you will, you will see in the metrics, in the numbers, um, in the statistics, um, how, your, um, how your changes affected the rating of the game. Um, and questions that I ask in this area are very specific for, um, for the components of, of the game. So I ask them to rate their favorite card or to name their favorite card um, and their least favorite card and explain why they made that decision. That helps me to, um, to adjust the game a little bit um, and to identify which cards need... Um, need a little bit more um, more attention and um, you can also ask your your um, your players of course um, if there was anything that struck them as particular uh, particularly unbalanced so that they um, yeah have the chance to ask to, to give you the feedback of uh, of um, certain components or actions or whatsoever for example i played a game last week um, where the um, one of the players started with uh, four components of the same type and that in that game um, it was about um, guessing what the five 
a fifth component of that type was so by having four um, in the starting hand um, he had a big advantage uh, because he already knew what uh, the fifth um, component or ingredient was so my feedback was that this was a little bit um, uh, unbalanced and unfair um, for me as a player so you could also ask your players um, for example if they experienced um, a first or last player advantage or if they um, noticed a dominant strategy in the game so these are also um, questions that could be helpful for example if you have the feeling that your first player has an advantage um, ask your players about it if you don't think it's a problem for your game remove the question from the template and um, you're also fine then i also have a category about the theme or setting of the game um, and i would like to learn how um, yeah how the the, the players enjoyed the theme or setting and um, I asked them to rate it from uh, 1 to 5 again, from poor to excellent. Um, and then I asked them, um, did the mechanics work well with the scene? Other potential questions are, which elements helped you feel immersed in the theme of the game? Um, or which elements took you out of the game's theme? And then I have a, a last uh, category, which I call conclusion. And um, there you can ask questions like, would you play this game again? Or would you recommend the game to others? And one very important question for me is, would you like to receive updates about the game? Um, and if players uh, uh, say yes, uh, you can use their email address to, to, to send them updates. Um, and this is really more valuable than when they just say, would you play the game again? Yes, when they answer yes, um, that does not really mean anything. If they really sign up for your newsletter to receive more information, um, this is a way better sign that um, they like your game. Um, and this um, category, you can also ask, for example, um, if they experienced any accessibility issues, for example, um, color blindness, or um, if there's, I don't know, too much of uh, cognitive load or uh, too many elements to, to remember or if there um, are any yeah, cultural problems um, that, um, that might be in your game that you, you, you didn't see. And yeah, that it, that's it. That um, are the most interesting and helpful questions that um, I have found and that I like to ask my, my playtesters. But as mentioned, I do not ask all of those questions because that's uh, way too much. So I um, try to ask one question per category. Um, and as mentioned, you can also um, get access to this template and um, adjust it however you want. It's a Google form. Um, follow the link in the show notes um, and you can. Um, I will send you the link and you get access to this, um, to this form. And as a little um, as a little bonus, I also wanted to mention some questions which I do not like that much. Um, and the first one really is: Would you play the game again? I just mentioned it in the last section, uh, but I don't think this question is really valuable because most of the time players will not answer honestly because they do not want to hurt your feelings or so. But um, I really um, think it's more valuable for you to ask them um, to take action to show you that um, that they want to play the game again by signing up for, for your email list, for example. Or by um, asking them 
if you do it directly, if they would like to play test um, another time. And um, another question that I also um, do not like is um, if uh, is there anything you feel needs to be added to the game? Um, I think this is uh, something that is really dangerous because they will uh, give you a lot of new ideas and you might want uh, you you will start to to add them to the game and um, it might not be the best um, for your game um, because especially with testing with game designers they have a lot of ideas um, as I mentioned and um, most of the time you do not want to find out what you um, can add to the game. Most of the time you want to find things that you can cut from the game. So um, if it is uh, the other way around for you, feel free to ask that question. But for me, I um, I, I do not like that question that much. Um, this, the same question that goes into the, into the same um, direction is... Um, one that I've seen also um, pop up quite often is uh, if you had a magic wand to um, and you could change anything of the game, um, what would you add to the game? What kind of experience would you add? Um, again, if this is the kind of um, feedback that you want to get, absolutely go with it. Um, for me, it's often time. Um, it often time isn't. Um, and there's also another question um, that I have found and that the question is name the game you have played that is most similar to the game you play tested. And um, I I just, uh, maybe I, I cannot see it, but I don't see the value of, um, of asking that question. Um, maybe if you are looking for other games to get some inspiration from, yeah, maybe that makes sense too. Um, to use that question if you want to find new inspirational uh, inspirational games that you didn't have on your list um, already. Okay, um, that's it for the for the show today. Um, if you um, want to find more playtesters, find like-minded people, I really encourage you to join our our Discord server and join a mastermind group um, and uh, participate in our um, monthly playtest events. So, um, for you to remember, the um, Mastermind info session will happen on September 6th. Um, this is uh, this Sunday at 10 p.m. Um, um, Middle European Summer Time. And um, this is 4 p.m. Eastern um, and 1 p.m. Pacific Time. And, um, yeah, if you want to join our next um, and first um, monthly playtesting event, um, this will happen on September 20th so um yeah follow the link in the show notes um for all the information you ever will ever need for that um and until next week keep asking questions and nerd like a boss